What's up, y'all? It's Naja, and welcome to Deep Convos in Tequila. Now, I am just so excited for this interview because what? if you know, you know this man. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <sighs> My name is... Juicy, tell me I was about to say Juicy J. <laughs> Javon. Juicy J, that's really your name in my phone. Is it still? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Candace. She's good. Candace is my mom now. Yes, if you guys didn't know. And my second one too. But again, my name is Javon. Naja's person, I guess. We could just say that. Mm-hmm. This is a the reason why this is a moment is because it's just a moment. It's been so long. It's been it's this is been like the first so time we've seen long. each other. And you've been here since hip hop galore days. I mean, you've been here way before that, but like in terms of like this podcasting, you've been here a long time. And let me just say how proud I am of you to see just how far you've come since, since, since Betsy days. Remember, remember, Betsy. we're not even going to do that. But you know, <laughs> that day in the snow when the whole bottom of the car projects. came off. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm just, I just want you to know how, how. Amazingly proud I am of you to see everything that you're doing and have to do. I appreciate that. Nobody. I appreciate you still supporting me. Of course. So and many Lloyd, years. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> he's behind the camera, but he's here. Right. I want to like kind of start off this interview just kind of giving them a background of how we met. How do we meet? Because when I was writing these questions, I like I know we met in high school, but I can't remember like the first day I saw you. Like, I don't remember how that happened. I feel like it was in Mr. Timbo's class. It <laughs> I was this, like that too. He was this um, this Filipino um, algebra teacher and couldn't nobody, I still don't know any word he's ever said to me. Um, it was a lot of, and I'm like, oh, No, okay. literally, like he was all over the place. And you were a junior, right? Mm-hmm. I was, that was my senior year. I was trying not to embarrass y'all because that was a junior class. I didn't even know. <laughs> Well, that was and a junior class. Yo, and it was mad seniors in there. Because mad seniors. Like, you all, did not we, even know it was a junior class. We all failed. And <laughs> I was no better because the thing with me was I I know my stuff. I just don't like to go to class. That's Like, I don't sad. feel like I need to be in there. I already know all of that stuff anyway. But the hallway isn't a grade. So being in the hallway and being in everybody else's class really don't get you nothing. So I want to say it was... Um, Mr. Timbo's class, and I wasn't as refined as I am now. I used to be a little crazier than 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 I than I have. I've grown and I've elevated myself. So that I think, is like an understatement. So from Javon that, was in the mix. Like he was one of those people that was definitely in the mix. That's why he wasn't in his books because he was too busy in the mix. I was too busy in everything. Every single like, thing that was, was going on, I was in it. He was the go-to guy. <clears throat> Like, if you needed some information, you needed the 411, you needed something fixed, you were in a scandal. Olivia Pope, that, that was me. That's Javon. That's who you go to. Mm-hmm. And I think we just gravitated to each other. Like, Yeah, I think, did we meet through Justine? We definitely met through Justine. Shout because out to Justine. Justine. Don't have no, Justine has no sense. And Justine Imagine have no Justine sense back that. Imagine Justine on the show. Oh, my gosh. I that would be amazing. I'm going to at the end of the show. Um, and I can't, I, I know it was one specific situation, but I can't remember what it is. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking so hard today. I'm like, there's no way I've been friends with you for like almost a decade. And I cannot remember how we like, at least we know the room. At least we know the room. Right. The third floor, all the way in the back by staircase. That was e. the second floor. It was the, it's the drinks. It's <laughs> the drinks the is just creeping floor. in. All oh, the way at the so end of the hallway. That was the second floor. Well, that's what I'm telling you. It was a math class. I'm not good at math. So I ain't even I don't know the difference between one and two, three, four, five. So it, it really could have been the second floor. You know what I'm saying? We was all struggling. But yes. like that was like a great time. Like I feel like I had so much fun in that class. I didn't have no bills. I got bills now. <laughs> Yo, for real. <laughs> that's why it was so fun. For real. Like life was just so much more free. Like we would like we would get out of school and me and Javon would literally just find ourselves in fuckery. Like the like every day was an adventure. Every single day. Like I can really say that. And we always seemed to f- just find ourselves into things that we had no business. Be- no business. Give you a business. good story. And I think we're both already- Aquariuses, by the way. This yes. is the funny part. We're both Aquariuses. I had already graduated this at this point, and they were having some kind of event at the school. So no, I didn't graduate. I'm lying. I didn't graduate yet. 
and they were having some kind of multicultural um, night at the school, and we needed to get flags from different like oh. different countries. So, me being me, because I'm never on time for anything, and I'm never I never do anything ahead of time. I always got to do it shit the last minute. So I'm like, yo, we got to go and get some fucking flags. Where the fuck do you find flags? We said, all right, let's go to Jamaica Avenue. Right. We go on Jamaica Avenue after every shit, everything closes, and we just walking around the random stores like, yo, y'all got flags? <laughs> Somehow we ended up in a store that said DVD and um and what you call it. I can't remember what the front of the, what it said, but something said DVD. It was DVD. DVD like DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. So we walk in, and it's regular DVDs. You know, you ain't supposed to think nothing crazy going on in here. <laughs> Regular DVDs, not one flag. Why we walked into a DVD store is beyond my existence. That's, but that's neither here nor there. We was doing bare fuckery. Stupid. Like just in the streets. Javon had a car. So you know we was just everywhere. Is it really a car though? Do we it really was a consider- car. Listen, that that Betsy got us from point A to point B. We was in Long Island. We was at the mall. Mm-hmm. We we was all over in Betsy. With no radio, no heat, no air conditioning. For real. But we was good though. And we in we get in the store and I'm looking around and I said, well, hold on now. This don't seem like the kind of store that's gonna have a flag in it. It was a whole bunch of it was it was a porno store. Let me just give it to you guys like that. Like a big ass rack, mm-hmm. f- like full of every fucking porn you could think every about. Every porn, and I don't mean like regular every- porn that you would see in your father's in your father's shoebox. I'm talking about right alien with the big porn. booty bitches. I'm talking about midgets. I'm talking about like all the kind of porn that you see on like the page fifty five of red or red tube. And what you know about page fifty five? Am I the only one that's never been on that's been on the page fifty five when you can't find what you're looking for? I've never been on page fifty five. Sheena, you've been on page fifty five. All right, fifty three. <laughs> I so, ain't make it to fifty. There's and I don't use red too. It was the first one that popped I use in my head. um triple X videos. What's that? Look try, it up right try now. It out. Let me see it. Try right it now. Out. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. So if the in what? the place <laughs> there's they have like the racks of the porn, and then there was this guy that was in there, and he was like, hey, if you if you guys need any help, you know, let me know. And then on the side, the left side of the, the store, there's like these like side rooms and somebody opened up the door and came out, this guy in dreads, I never forget it. And you basically put like a dollar or 50 cent or whatever it is. And then you can just, you can watch porn and, and do your thing while you're in there. So the nigga comes that's out the bathroom. His, that's his take on it. Like, like, let me really walk us through. Javon, when we went in there, everybody was staring at me and Javon. Yes. Like it was dead yes. silence. Yes. And they were staring at us, like, because they knew we were out of place. Like, this guy came out, like, it was like a dressing room almost. And he's fumbling with his pants. And he looked up and he seen me and Javon and he just stopped. And I looked. So, at I... this point, I'm, like, nervous. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, well, let me just look, try to look normal. And I'm looking at the porns and shit, like, because there's nothing else to look at. And, oh, my gosh. Like, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. And then there's a back room. There's a back room. If you, I, from my understanding now is that when you go back there, you can do stuff with other people. So I'm walking, and somebody goes, "Yo, so this guy comes up and he goes, um, what do you say? You want to play?" Mm-hmm. And I turned around. I said, "Motherfucker, what?" <laughs> I said, "Naj, we got to get the fuck out of here because they're going to do this things to it. me." Oh my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She really pulled this shit up. You told me to pull it up. <laughs> I didn't think you was really going to do it. <laughs> but that was just one of the. 3,000 adventures that, suffice to say, we we didn't even get, did we even get the flags? No, we never no. got the flags. We never got the flags, but we definitely got- but we learned something. An experience to tell the show today. Yes, yes. And we were like 17, 17, 18, right? Yeah. 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 We were yeah. like 17, 18. Stupid. We probably, I wasn't even old enough to be in that store. We was in the mall every day. We really were. We was in the mall every single day. Mm-hmm. We was in 40 every day for what reason I could not tell you. And we just we had know fun. The reason, but we was in a lot of ghetto ass situations. We, really we was, was in a strip club at like seventeen, wasn't that? We were like seventeen. We was in a strip club. We was in a strip mm-hmm. club. Um, Love and Lust when that was lit at one point. Is that still open? And we went there when Don Q was there. Yes, I didn't Cinco know he was that short. He is mad short. Oh my gosh! I could put him in his pocket right here. Like mad when he short. came in, all the strippers went, came running to him. And then we just sitting there by ourselves, just looking like, damn, we came, we came to the strip club for this motherfucker. And we, they just running and leaving us. <laughs> Pulled out all these ones for nothing. For real. Mm-mm. So, like, did you think, like, our friendship would get as far as it did, like, when we first met? Yeah. Because we had, 
we had like real conversations from the very beginning. Like you know, you have certain friends that you have like like fluff conversations. I call like you them just like talk about on the surface friends. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really talk about nothing that's going on right mm-hmm. here. But we had like those a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Isaiah. Yo. <laughs> I'm thinking about so much shit, and I don't know how much I can say it, because they're going to shoot me. <laughs> and I can't take not one more enemy. But, we, like, we literally had convers- we had like we had the deepest conversations yeah. from the beginning. So it was like the fluff conversations came at the end, and by that time, we were already locked in at, at, at that point. Mm-hmm. And then Aquarius, like, I've never met an Aquarius, except for one, besides that one. Aquarius, I, like, I, that I never got along with. Mm-hmm. And we were like so like involved in each other's lives. Like I was always at your house or you was always at my house. We was always together. Every single day. Every single day. And then even when we went home, we were still on the phone. Till four o'clock in the morning. Yep. Every we single day. We won't go into those conversations either because, <laughs> you know. <them. laughs> Yo, you got to get you a friend that will dead drive you to your sneaky link. And run away when when, <laughs> when the nigga come outside. <laughs> like you got to like, get you a friend that will dead do that. Like come pick you up just to drive. Like. Mm-hmm. That's some different shit. And then listen to all of the conversation from from after, like play by play, everything that happened. Like, oh, okay, wow, till four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't used to never get off the phone until we heard the birds chirping, like mm-hmm. every single night. And this was for months straight. That's that's that's, that's 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 a that's a real friendship. That's a lock in right there. But what's so sad is like it's not like that anymore. So my question is like. What do you think the key is to maintaining a friendship? I think the key to maintain it depends on the type of friendship you have. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain there's certain friends that I don't talk to every single day, but it's like nothing changes. Right. There's certain friends that you have to like keep up with all the time because otherwise they'll do it with somebody else and then you got it there's too there's too much to catch up on. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain friends that I, I don't really give a fuck to, to to catch up with you really and truly. But I think it's something that I'm learning now that I didn't really it, I'm literally still learning it now because I'm used to most of my my good good friends I'm I'm used to seeing them every single day because you know you you met them in high school right and now when you got bills and jobs and all of the shit that you got to fucking deal with it's like how do you you it's hard to maintain that that what you had before and sometimes you kind of just fizzle out and sometimes it just brings it right back. Like I haven't seen you, and I don't even know the last time I saw you. But it's I don't yeah, even like, remember. I can't remember for the life of me. But I don't feel the the, the distance because right. it's not like it's... once we get back together. Mm-hmm. And there's drinks. There's right. drinks for real. And you know how we get <laughs> we get the fuck down. Yo. So and that reminds me of Atlanta. That was like one of my favorite moments with you. Oh uh, well, that... that was the introduction of Larry. Yeah, that was the first time I ever met him. For the those of you who don't know, everybody has. <laughs> Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. Uh, Kanye has that crazy nigga he is now. Mm-hmm. I have Larry. When right. I get drunk and when I get really drunk, because there's two drunk me's. There's drunk me and and then there's Larry. Larry is a different type. Larry likes to scream. Larry likes to fight. Larry likes to talk to random motherfuckers. Larry, the fighting side. No, when when I was when I was oh. with Larry, we was. Dancing mad hard. I almost got arrested in a hotel, in a hotel room. room. Like that ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With his slacks on. What? Yo, I ha- I don't With know. His how- slacks I- on. We. It was for my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. We went to Atlanta for my birthday, and we stayed at the Marriott um, downtown. I got a regular room. First room, the fucking um, it was something wrong at the first room. Second room, they gave me it was a fucked up room too. So they ended up upgrading upgraded me to a penthouse suite. A big ass suite. The room suite. was bigger than beautiful. My house. And floor to ceiling windows looking over mm-hmm. the whole downtown area of Atlanta. It was awesome. And we decided that we were gonna have a uh a game night in my room. A whole bunch of alcohol, a whole bunch of everything, and a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers. And a whole lot of personalities. Whole lot of personalities. Um <laughs> That was a great night. And then I remember waking up. I had on a pair of red Crocs, a pair of slacks, an Adidas track, black Adidas track jacket. I don't know whose hat I woke up in. And I woke up with a a, a Moscato bottle in my hand. The room was trashed. 
And one of my best friends was in the bed with me. And I'm like, for two, for 13 seconds, I said, did we? And she, she was like, no, we didn't. And I was like, that was that trip. But that trip, it was, it's one of the reasons why I probably will never do a, like a big friend trip again, because you can't mix certain things with certain people. And I want to talk about that trip etiquette with friends. Yes. Because... I feel like I have this conversation so many times, like, where some of my friends are like, oh, well, why wouldn't you do this? And why don't you want to? And I'm like, nah, like, you've never experienced a group trip. Mm-hmm. Like, and that Atlanta trip was, like, a true definition of, like, you have to be careful of who the fuck you bring. Exactly. Because, because that trip was all over the fucking place. They all came for me, but I never took the time you, to I think about. I was sick as fuck. You were. You went. I was mm-hmm. dying. You were really sick. And you almost and didn't I come. I still brought myself on that plane. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is literally the reason. I think about that trip every single time I think about going anywhere with more than two people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, do I really want to? Like, I had fun, but I didn't realize all of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about none of that shit. I was only concerned about myself. Mm-hmm. And thinking back to it, one, I really should have seen it. But two, I... Th- I don't know really what I could have done differently now because really I you know how I am the shit is going to happen the way it is is going to happen regardless. Right. And a lot of the stuff that that was going on was beyond petty, but it taught me a lesson that you know everything isn't for everybody and mm-hmm. every person isn't for every situation. And that's that's that's, yes. that's I learned that from that trip. So I'll never do that shit again. But I think, like, my biggest advice will be for anybody going on a group trip, for one, get your own room. Yes. Yes. Like, you need a space where you can just come and breathe and be to yourself and, like, rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. Because you're not used to being with your friends, like, on a daily basis and then going to sleep with them and waking up with them and doing... You're not used to that, so don't mm-hmm. just jump right into it. Yeah. Because you'll really see a different side. And motherfuckers do a lot of weird shit. They do. Weird shit is 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 I think you do your weirdest shit when you get to a hotel room. Because yeah. that's the shit you ain't doing in your house. That's a fact. You know? <laughs> that so then is you're a in a whole room fact. with somebody that's doing the weird shit that they don't do in their house with you and you're like, What the fuck is you doing? Why are you swinging from this chandelier? <laughs> you don't do that at your house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a I, I think about that all the time. That yeah. trip. But I feel like that one night, it just made up for everything that was going on. Oh, yeah. I don't even watch those videos. I still have not watched those videos since that night because I'm so embarrassed. That was such, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> it was so embarrassing, but yet, like, I feel like everybody was being their true, authentic selves. Yeah. And wasn't we showing, like, it. our sex tapes to each other? We definitely did. We that definitely happened. did at the end. I don't that even happened. know how we got on that, but everybody exposed themselves by the end of the That was a night. That wasn't interesting. You wasn't in it. I'm just going to put that out there. He was. <laughs> I was trying to help him out a little bit. Well, but, yeah, he definitely was. I'm sorry, Lloyd. It's okay, Lloyd. We go way back. Right. What do you feel like our friendship has like taught you? What has it taught me? Well, I've learned a lot of stuff from you. Like, Is that so? I have. I have honestly learned... Like, so much stuff, not just from you, but, like, your family. <laughs> like, I'm I'm one of those people that, like, I can be, I like being by myself. I love being in my own space. Mm-hmm. But I love, I, I'll always sit back and think about, like, old shit. And it just, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Like, I still have, like, old, vo- like, I don't delete nothing. I have, if you scroll to, if you go like this in my messages, the lap, the, the first messages in there was from like 2015. I keep everything. I don't get rid of nothing. One, because you ain't gonna play me and say that that shit didn't happen. But right. two, I can go back and, and just play something and just remember, like, yo, I remember that shit. That was hilarious. Like, that's the kind of person that I am. And <laughs> for me and you, like, I think one of the most important things that I've learned from you is is like, I'm always myself, but I always try to be more of myself. Because mm-hmm. of you, because you're literally always yourself no matter what. And let me give you a good example in Naja. We could be sitting right here right now, and if some shit pop off, or if some shit is about to pop off, all you will hear is her favorite line. All right, see y'all later. This <laughs> bitch will walk right the fuck out of here right now. Just like that. And she's dead, she's dead ass. And 
that's just how she is. But mm-hmm. it's it's I lost my train of thought because it don't take too much for me to get where I need to go. Um, right. I need a refill, Lloyd. You the drink, nigga? Yeah, he's the bartender for. Oh tonight. my gosh! All right. Right. Do you drink now, Lloyd? Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I don't drinking. mean he's a a steady one. Um, but like, like I've I'm I feel like I'm always more of myself when I'm around you because like you're you're all your, you're always yourself no matter what mm-hmm. situation you're in. Oh wow, he was um, As far as your family, your family has been. I think you might be like the one friend that's like really close with all my family, like that really experience them in their nonsense. Like yeah. <laughs> Because I've been there for 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 a lot of it, and yeah. you know some people, you know how like you go to you're with different friends and mm-hmm. they try to show you the best of their of their their situation. I don't we don't you don't do that. And I you know I can't do that because my family is crazy. Yeah, um, I feel like even if I tried, it would just expose itself. You exactly. Know? So might as well just let the shit hang out. Yeah. Um, I think that's to answer the question. I think our friendship has taught me to just always be myself in in every situation. Because at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Right. If you're this person with these people and you're that person with those people, at the end of the day, you're only not being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that is what I think this friendship is taught. I think for me, like, you taught me, like, how to just be bold in what I feel. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've always struggled with, like, saying how I truly feel, like, maybe, like, in fear of, like, how someone would react but one thing I admire about you is like you don't care who it is, what time it is, what day it is. Like you're gonna say what's on your mind, and you're gonna say it like unapologet- unapologetically. So I really appreciate that about you because um, that's not easy to do, you know, to like really just be bold in like all of your feelings, you know. You know what that comes from though? It comes from I always say to myself, nobody gives a fuck. About saying anything to me. And that's really your mentality. Like, I really don't give a fuck. It's always been like that. It is. is, Because nobody gives, nobody cares to sugarcoat nothing when they saying anything to me. Mm -hmm. A motherfucker walk right in here right now and go, you know, you skinny motherfucker. And I would just be like, okay. Mm -hmm. Because they saying it to me. Right. So why do I need to shield anybody else's feelings when nobody has ever really cared about how I feel about something? Right. And it really does give me, the pain comes right here. If I have some shit on my mind... And I don't say it. I get a pain right motherfucking here. Right here. And it's so crazy. I really believe it. It's I the really truth. I will that. be like, because I, if, if I have something to say, and this is anybody that knows me, if I have something to say and I don't say it, you'll literally see me go like this. Because I will. It, <laughs> Yo, it, you don't do that. Because I know if you I really say do it, that. I don't care what you feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I, if I don't say it, I will feel a kind of way. And I don't like having no feelings. So right. I don't know. Fuck Because... <laughs> It pains me to really keep the shit on my mind, right? Because I feel like once I say it, now we now we all know the shit, and then we can move on. And if you mm-hmm. don't want to move on in this way, then fuck you. I think like your biggest thing might be like delivery sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, working on it. Sometimes like you are like really raw. Like you are like that one friend. Like if some shit is going down, like I know I can't be near Javon. Because <laughs> we can't go to funerals. Yo, we and Javon can. Javon is that friend, like, you know, if some shit is happening and it's funny and you're not supposed to be laughing at that moment, I can't be with him. We can't be together. You've like, literally we gone, we've gone together. to funerals and I've, you distinctly no. went and sat in the front so that we don't have eye contact and somehow you <laughs> find a way to look at each other. And once we. You you know we've mastered the, the the ability to not even speak. You know we don't even have to speak. Yo, and that's one thing I love about our friendship is like, like I don't even have to say shit to you. Like I like, look at you, and you already know. The- <laughs> mm-hmm. And we just be like, look. Like I I really think like we have, I don't know. And this is just like coming to my mind. Like I feel like out of all my friends, like I really miss you. Like I'm so sad that. Like, it is the way it is right now. Like, where we don't talk the way that we used to. Because it'll be times, like, shit will happen. And I'll be like, yo, if Javon was here, like, he would understand, like, why this is funny. Like, I have those moments all the time. And it's, like, so sad that we don't have, like, that 
relationship where like we can call each other like the way that we used to. It's just like I don't know, like so many factors in life. So I feel like that's like something that really bothers me. Um, but like I really miss you like a lot. Well, we could change that now. We definitely There's can. There's no reason why we can't. We're grown. We have jobs. Yeah, and we have good jobs, mm-hmm. and we can do stuff. Right. We was doing all of that shit we was doing with no fucking jobs. Yeah, we had so much time in our hands. And now we got good cars yeah. that got heat. My car got fucking air CarPlay right now. I can, <laughs> It's like an iPad in the middle of my fucking car. We can yeah. do stuff. So mm-hmm. it's not like we haven't. We've been, we've been on trips. Right. New Orleans, Atlanta, Vegas. Vegas. I don't know where the fuck else we haven't been. We've been all over the um, New York. And California. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did that. That was when we were thousandaires. That's a fact. We're still thousandaires in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. At heart. Yes, yes, for real. <laughs> um, but we, I mean, I think about it all the I time. I forgot what the question was. I don't know. I well, didn't... this is how we are. Right. I, I don't think, at least me personally, I can't think of any singular thing why maybe we are not, I don't think we're not close. I just don't mm-hmm. think we speak as much as we as we did. And I really right. personally feel like that's the thing that I'm, as like I said earlier, what I'm learning now is like a lot of stuff happens in between your life and sometimes you just you just can't right like in the position in the in the like my job i I'm, i talk to people all day i yeah. talk to people all fucking day and the last thing as I a manager do, right well, mr manager you know so and i deal with people's problems and people's shit yeah being a manager is like being another therapist so and then when, by the time i get home or when i'm i don't when i'm not there and then that fucking stupid phone the one that was Right there, it goes off all day, mm-hmm. all fucking day. I don't want to talk to nobody else. That's how I am now. That's how I am now. So I'm tr- trying to get out of that because I don't want to be defined or my life to be defined by what's paying me. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I I've, I've never changed for for any situation, and I don't want to change for my job. So I'm 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 working through that now. But I think we should make a pack right now, mm-hmm. knocking on if this is real wood, that we are going to make a conscious effort. We to are. get back to the way we used to be, because the closest hasn't changed. Right. It was, it was just exactly the way it was always. It's just you know, life. Right. So we just have to make life continue to be life how it is now. Yeah, and that's you know <clears throat> back to like maintaining a friendship. I think that's the biggest thing is like actually making an effort. You know, despite what you have going on in your life, you mm-hmm. know, even if it's just a phone call. So I feel like that's how I'm gonna kind of work it. And go back to just like the beginning stages, those exactly. phone calls. Because things have changed. A lot of things have changed. A lot but a has lot of changed. the things are pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're still the same people f- for the most part that we were before. Right. I just now have. We gotta do like, res- a, like another vacation or something. When? <laughs> you let me know. I'm ready to go tomorrow. We need something. We need Keanu, Stan- Stanley. Them niggas. <laughs> we need all of them. Uh, to set gosh. that vibe again. I'm down. Whenever you're ready, just <laughs> let me know. I'm King Travel. And when I get this next job, I'm definitely King Travel. Again. For real, we got to do it. Yes. We have to. Yes, yes. Let me drink. finish this. <laughs> yes. Because Larry, maybe you guys <clears throat> might meet Larry tonight in this motherfucker. <laughs> Who knows? No, nah, I don't think, I don't think we're ready for Larry right now. <laughs> definitely not. Ooh. What do you um, value most in our friendship? Do I value most in our friendship? And I think that like plays back into like what I was talking about before I like kind of went on that tangent. Mm -hmm. The fact that you already know what I'm thinking without me even having to say anything to you. Like, and we can be anywhere. Just, just, just popped in my head. What I value most in our friendship is that for certain people that's in, that's in my life, when they think of me, they think of you in yeah. the way that, like, they'll go, oh, yo, where's Naja? <laughs> like, I still get that question I think today. I'm, like, the fave friend. Yeah, you are. Like, even, like, when we're in groups of people, like, me and Javon are, like, always the ones that gravitate most. Like, even mm-hmm. when we went to Atlanta, like, we were always next to each other. Yeah, because we're looking at this fucking, Everywhere. like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Everywhere we go. It's like, all of my friends we're are on always bullshit. next to each other. Exactly. Like my my mother is always like, yo, go, go, go on with Naja. Naja. My mother's Jamaican, if you didn't catch her. How is she? We got to call her on FaceTime after this. Oh, God. I don't know where she is. I don't know where that lady is right now. I have no idea. Is she in New York? She's in New York, but I ain't okay. seen her all day. She went to church from this morning. Church ain't supposed to be over by now? Church is long as fuck. She probably still in there. 
I hope she's not still in there because that means she's left broke. Because <laughs> they're only passing out that damn hat. How much more money can you fucking get? Um, God is getting money from the Catholics. God is getting money from the Jews. Do they? Are Jewish people, do they believe in God or do they believe in something else? I think believe they believe in God. Like, I, do, like regular right? God? All those right, well, are like, those money are from like the, God's people, apparently, the Jews, right? He's getting money from the Jews then. Right? He's getting money from the Baptists, the Ebenezers, all of those motherfuckers. How much more money does he need? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. You know, that is like, I feel like the hardest part to sit through in church when they start acting for money. The hat will continue to pass me because I don't have, I don't like, keep cash so on me anyway. It's so embarrassing like when you, you know, you really don't want to give no money and I don't know. That's I will pass topic, it. Here you but... go. The hat is there. Oh, it's coming back. Here you go. The hat is over there. Um, I just feel like, why? Like, if we're here to hear the word, like, why are we? Because the word also has a car note. Mm. The word also has a mortgage. But if you're doing that out the kindness of your heart, what well, are we? That's why these motherfuckers need to get audited. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't Not know why you want to come. IRS, I don't know why you want to come for little old me. Little old easy me. And you're not trying to figure out what these um what these mega churches is doing. I think I was in a cult. What? I think I was in a cult. Oh my! I was Do going, tell. I was going to this church. Um, Tashina, stop me if I'm going too far. Tashina knows the story, but I think I was in a cult. Hold on, I have never met Tashina. So is Tashina one of the people they sent to watch you? Blink. No, 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 no. Blink if she's I, one of the motherfuckers. Let me know now. I and unfortunately can get brought Tashina into it. Not really knowing what I was doing. <laughs> what church? Scientology? So, yo, guess you remember the, when the yo, Scientologist tried no, to get no, me? No, guess where the fuck this church was. Where? Remember the day we went to go do that radio show that you were doing? And it mm-hmm. it was in there. <laughs> Down the hall. What? Down the fucking hall. Those bitches. So, Im- yo, imagine me walking in. That's I'm bad like, energy already. Last time I was here, can we tell that shit story? was crazy. We definitely can. But that's where the church was. Uh-huh. What was the um, name of the church? I don't want to put them out there. Fuck them. I don't want to put them out there. What was the name but- of the motherfucking church? <laughs> she probably don't even know. Don't but, um, so, I knew someone that, you know, was a part of the church you know, and she invited me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going for a while. Like, you know, I was really, you know, I was liking the word and mm-hmm. I felt connected until, like, I felt like the pastor started wanting, like, some type of control over my life and then telling me how shit was going to pan out and how I should be mm-hmm. living my life. And it, it was so many other factors that we're not going to talk about on this camera because I'm not going to do that. But... I really think I was in a cult because when I I finally just kind of like went against something he said to me, all of a sudden, like, yeah, you figure out your life on your own. That motherfucker. So I'm like, what? Wait, you supposed to, you were talking about being my spiritual father and all these things. And because I just questioned something that didn't make sense, now I'm on my own. And it was weird, you know, since then. So I'm like, okay, I get it. You're controlling everybody in here. Mm-hmm. And if anybody challenges you, then that's a problem. Well, you know I'll burn that shit this down. Is not, this is not church because, you know, if I don't understand something, obviously I'm here to learn. Mm-hmm. And you shun me how because long you I asked a question. I don't know. Tishina, how long was I going there? Like a couple of months? <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Even Lloyd came a couple of times. Are you still in there? Blink. <coughs> and you know, and Lloyd kept telling me, like, nah, I don't like this church for you. Yeah. Like, you know, but I was kind of blinded. Well, I'm I'm glad you made it out. Yo. You know what's crazy? My uncle had made a joke. Like, yeah, you probably in a cult. And I thought that was so fucked up. Well, you know he knows shit. And he and I'm like, damn, I really think this was a fucking cult. It's Mm-mm. just like this one man and like a bunch of women. You know, this is how I know that I'm drunk to even be talking about this right now. Mm-hmm. Can one- we go get some food after this? 
We could. Oh my gosh, yes, please. I just wanted to but, get it on camera um, so that you can't lie and say that you didn't say it. You <laughs> <laughs> set me up? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I'm not even gonna lie, I did. That's crazy. Next question. What do you feel like is the most challenging thing in your life right now? And how are you getting through it? My job. Yeah. My job right now is the most challenging thing that I have ever experienced in the little piece of life that I've had. I am, I've always, I've never been a follower. I've always been a leader. Mm-hmm. And when you have that kind of personality, you gra- gravitate to um, positions like this. But now that I'm like really in it and like the training wheels are off and you're responsible for people and people call you all the time, the thing about being like, I'm a, I'm not gonna tell you what airline, but I'm I'm a I'm a a manager for the best airline in the entire world, the best. Some people will say, "What did you just say? <laughs> what did she say?" It's not that. It's okay. It's bigger than that. To be argued. Well, you know, um, th- there's there's th- th- these people like when you have people that report to you, they assume that you're always available. Yeah. And I am not always available because yeah. once I'm not there, I'm not there. I keep the phone with me, but I'm not, I can't help you from fucking right here. Mm-hmm. And that part of it annoys me because when you get back to work, <coughs> then you hear, oh, every time I call you, you never <coughs> answer. And there's no boundaries. With there's being no a boundaries. And the problem, and my biggest, biggest, biggest problem right now is like, I al- as you know, I always say the very first thing that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think about it. I just say it. And I don't know. Who hired your ass? <laughs> when you find out, let me know. <laughs> I need to meet them. Um, And that's how I figured I would just, I figured it got me that far, this far, so I might as well keep up with it. But it's not getting me further than I need to be because people are very sensitive these days. Yes. And everybody is sensitive and everybody is struggles with anxiety and everybody yes. has everybody is 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 a battered this and a fucking this and and whatever and now it's like oh, fuck what mm-hmm. do you need now so i don't know i'm the str- the struggle for me really right now is just trying to figure out what to and not not to say and really do this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you get what i'm saying no i definitely get you yeah. because you know i've been in this manager position for like three months mm-hmm. and sometimes like I'm not even sometimes all the time I feel like giving up because it's like you try so hard mm-hmm. to make everyone more comfortable more content with the job because you're not going to make them happy because first of all most of them don't even want to fucking be there mm-hmm. but but you know you're doing it at your expense right but you try to make it more comfortable and even when you're doing that you're still like somebody's mad at something you know, like you can literally come in and smile at somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's showing favoritism to that person. She didn't smile at me. <laughs> and you'd be like, damn. But like, you know what I say? I just be like, look, I don't like none of y'all. That's what I say. <laughs> and then you end up in HR. So it's just like, well. No, hmm. seriously. But I really don't like I Seriously. I, 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 like I have conversations with staff and then I get in my car and I'm like, damn. Was I supposed to say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, let me start practicing what the fuck I'm gonna say if I end up in the office. And like, it's never been me. Like, like I that never is shit like second that. guess anything. I never go. Yeah. I never. Once I say this shit, I already forgot about it. You know, how many times we've had conversations and you, you bring it up, and I'd be like, "I said that." You know, for real, you can't do that as a manager. So that's 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 my biggest struggle right now, but um, I'm enjoying the process of figuring it out. Like I I like I'm enjoying being wrong because I'm never wrong. And f- seeing other people's pers- perspectives of what it is that I say, because I remember being on the other end of the desk and having somebody tell me that I was doing something wrong or or whatever mm-hmm. as a regular employee, and now being on the other that side of the desk and saying something, I understand the impact of what mm-hmm. even just something as simple as what I keep getting is, oh, your face, oh, you always just look like you don't care or you don't give a fuck. I don't, but... <laughs> That's not my interpret. That's not what I'm. That's not what I thought my face was given. I thought my face was given caring, but my face yeah. really is given. Yeah, you really understand shit like on a different level when you're in that spot. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> because when I met Tashina, we were working the same job. So we had the same manager. So we had like the same experiences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I used to say like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like, she's really crazy. Like, she's out of her mind. And then like now being in that position, I understand like the feelings behind a lot of sh a lot of shit. Not saying she was right in what she did. She definitely is not right. You know, she didn't handle it well. But I get why she felt and why she did certain things. Like it's easy to be fucking petty. Well, that's my you know middle what I'm name. Saying? Like it's <laughs> that is it's, my middle name. Yeah, it's so easy to be petty. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like you, like you really have to have that emotional intelligence working this job. If you do not have any emotional intelligence, being a manager is not for you mm -hmm. because you will lose your job. And you have to be able to read the room. Mm -hmm. A part of my job every day is something called briefings. So you have to, like the 12 o'clock shift starts, you got to go and tell them all this, what all is going on. And it might be the same shit you talked about the day before. Ain't shit change, but you got to come back and say this shit again. I hate it, but it's a part of my job. And they usually take that opportunity because any in, in anywhere you go, there will be people that really love you and there will be people that be really like that really can't stand you. Mm -hmm. Some days, for the most part, depending on the shift, the proportion of people that hate me and like me are disproportionate. Usually the people that don't like me is outweighing the people that like me. So I got to go in there and because I know when you're a manager, you're the number one enemy. Always, no matter what I do. So it's not even like a balance. You're number one enemy always. And you know you got the old motherfuckers that don't especially mm -hmm. when you're a young manager. You got the old motherfuckers 20, 30 years. How the fuck you got this position and I've been here for however long. I got this and position you, because you look you the way you look. You in your early twenties. Exactly. You got those. You got the young ones that feel like, oh, you my age. I don't got to give you the same respect. Mm -hmm. It's so oh, I'm going to try hard. you. I'm it's a, hard. I'm going to try you. I'm and then you try me and realize that I, I'm, I am untriable. I'm the, not the one. This this job has taught me that like I have more emotional intelligence than I thought. Mm -hmm. That's true. But, well... You are very... You are very... You're very in tune with other people's like yeah. things. Yeah. So I think you're uniquely qualified but when to deal the with anything like that. Is blatant. Yeah, I can't. I that shit. I can't do it. That's when it's like. Yeah. Ooh. You like. <laughs> that's what I, I'm telling you. That's what. Like, that's what is I gotta this do. job that important? Like, I could find something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, I've had that thought a couple of times, and then they give you a raise, and you go, "Well, hold on now." Right. Every month. It's not easy at all. It's yeah. not easy at all because. <clears throat> you're really just managing personalities. Yeah. I feel like a babysitter most times. Yeah. I feel like a, I feel like I'm going to work to go, SJ, put that down. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Um, you're Pookie, babysitting grown-ass yeah. people. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just another experience of my life. And then I can Like, if back. you're really a people person and you love people, management is the perfect job for you. And I love people, but not that much. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Like, I hate, like, when I'm just enjoying myself, having a good time. Oh, I need to call out. I have an emergency. Okay, so call the fuck out. Click. No, but see, with my job, I have to find somebody to cover the shift. What? I have oh, to find well, somebody to cover Yeah, it. that sucks. Yeah. Mm, I can't imagine that. It has to be in some type of ratio. Mm. Yep. So what happens if they don't, if you can't find somebody, then you get in trouble? Oh, I got to go into work. Oh, they would have to kiss right here. You see this piece right here? This is usually the blackest part of my ass. I, they can plant their lips firmly yes, on it. I got to bring my ass in there. Oh, no. Oh, Getting my gosh. overtime money, though, but it's yeah. I got to bring my ass into work. Hmm. <laughs> but aside from that, what's your love life like? What's going on? Fuck. <laughs> we did this. <laughs> What's um, going on? Well, it's going. It's we you know me need, very well. We're and gonna you need know, a little bit more than that. You know that I am not. I really enjoy being by myself. I enjoy my own company. I enjoy doing my own thing, 
And as much as you, you w- say that, you are also a people lover. I am. But I don't I don't like that. I don't like You may I, not like it, but you do. You like people. I do like people, but I don't like that I like people because when you like people, you people can let you down. I don't like that. People gonna let you down regardless. Of course, but um that is that is something that I do struggle with on a daily basis because I'm the kind of person like I feel like if I do something, then I just automatically expect it from other people. But mm. that really that really isn't that really isn't what, what life is. And that's something that scared me for the longest time, just in with relationships in general, because I don't want to put too much of myself into somebody else and then they fuck me over. That's kind mm-hmm. of where I've been that's where I've been struggling with. Um and then you kind of see like how other people go through stuff and you kind of go, well, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. So that's how I've navigated my, any relationship that I've been. But those are your biggest teachers though. They are. They definitely are. But I just don't want to learn that because I'm just, I, <laughs> that shit kind of shit makes me nervous. You can't pick and choose what you want to learn. I'm learning that now at 26. So again, what's your love life? I am dating somebody right now, and oh my gosh, y'all don't know how big this is. That's right a, now. it's a, to, for me to say that is a, is a big thing. Like, this is a big. Thing. It's, it's, it's so not really, what, really new. What attracted you to this person? Um, honestly, she doesn't bother me. She doesn't annoy me. I think that's like such an Aquarius thing to say. Because I don't like, I don't like. like no, to, really, like we get annoyed so easily. And like, like I feel like we love people, but at the same time, like, if we can't be around you for too long, like, if you're annoying, mm-hmm. we're gonna get the fuck up out of there. And that's I think me. that's the main reason why I've lasted with Lloyd so long is because, like, even when he annoys me, like, I could still like tolerate him. Yeah, I like, love Lloyd though. Do you really? I do. You know, I don't like nobody. <laughs> if there's anything you know about me, I really don't like nobody. And I, I like. I love Lloyd too. I've liked Lloyd since the very beginning. Even when in the beginning, when we used to sit Look down how on the hard floor, teasing over Look there. at him. Don't gas him up, please. That's enough. That's enough. I'm He's... not going to make this a whole long Lloyd soliloquy, but you know I remember gets. the conversations that we were having before when you was just like. I don't know because he just—he's just not my. Let's speed. Let's talk about it because he does not understand that. Like now, so, when I tell you, like she, just from, like, when we were talking about earlier, like how we were on the phone until the the birds ch- was chirping. I'm—that's not an exaggeration. That's legit really what it not. is. And I'm talking about every single day for the longest. I'm time. a talker. I realize that. And it's not like you know how like you 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 can run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we was on the phone, not We've been running. Talking about random, random shit. shit. And, and we've been with each other all fucking day, still mm-hmm, on the phone. Mm-hmm. And when I love people like that, you would come. When Lloyd would come up, it was just like, in the very beginning, she was very nervous. Not nervous, but like, I don't know. I don't think this is gonna be it. And I'm like, I'm, I just because he's so different you. from what I've ever like messed with, right? He is. He don't have guns. You gonna, <laughs> gonna put me out there like that? He don't have guns. To the best of my knowledge, you've never murdered anybody. Javon, Javon, you're gonna put me out there like that. <laughs> Yo, so that's why you gotta watch him. So that was, but I knew that that's what you needed because those motherfuckers, and it's not like it was like seventy five motherfuckers. It was really just two, three. Them niggas wasn't. They didn't bring out what you needed. They, they didn't, didn't give you what you needed. They, they didn't, didn't provide what you what you needed at the time. I think I was just young and like. Excited, yeah. Because if I'm in a car with a nigga that just killed somebody, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna shut the fuck up, you Come know. On. And I think that's that's what you needed at the time. And I think for now, right now, I finally found somebody that is giving me what I what I need. Mm-hmm. There's days where I really don't want to talk to nobody, and she doesn't really bother me like that. That that right. is what I I really didn't know that that's what I needed. Yeah, because what I've had before was, oh, you're always so busy. You're always doing this and you're always doing that. And I really don't be busy. I just don't want to I just don't want to go over there. Right. I just really don't. But now that I'm really, really busy and your understanding of literally that I don't have the time to be with you hundred percent of the time and you're still willing to be around me. How can I be mad at that? 
Like, you need those people that know how to, like, be in your space, but, like, not take up space, if that makes sense. Did I just... Is that a chill? Is that a chill on my arm? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm glad I was able to articulate that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I feel like that's what it is with Lloyd, like... Even if he's there, like, he doesn't, like, I don't feel like, yo, can you get the fuck out and go home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because ah. some people will make you feel like that. Like, yo, what time yeah. are you going home? What like, time are you leaving? Matter of fact, hold on. I got something for you. The Uber will be here at 11.03. Exactly. Get the fuck out. But yeah. I've never, I've never felt like that with him. Like, it literally, like, I always say to him, like, <clears throat> like, you allow my inner child to feel so comfortable. Not a lot of people do that. Where you feel like you can really just Let be. Let me know how to do that, all right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <clears throat> That's some shit that you could do? We'll yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we all still have our inner child inside. Wow. And he allows my inner child to feel so comfortable to just truly be herself. And that just made, that just really made me feel really great because I, I, I love that for you. Like, I really do. But I feel like you do, you do as well. Like like you said, I've always been able to be myself around you. You know, like I never had to put my guard up, you know. So that's why I feel like we connected on a different level as well. Like From you the beginning. understood me like on such a deep level. Like you, you, you do and I feel like you still do. Like Thank you, you may much. not know me the way Tashina knows me. You know, like I just met Tashina, what was that, like two years, two, three years ago? Like you some things Tashina? you could probably tell Tashina about me and she'd be like, What? She Naja? did that? Uh-huh. Huh? Oh yeah. Like <laughs> Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got too we have too many stories. Like we have Seriously. We have too many we have a lot of motherfucking stories. Like No, we do. We What's really your favorite do? story? My favorite story. What is my favorite story? I wanna Hmm. I'm trying to think of mine because there's really so many to my choose from. My favorite story. My favorite story. My favorite story. Oh, I got it. Well, you go first because I'm the day um, Justine had her graduation party at Clippers before they changed it into that new restaurant on mm-hmm. Merrick. We were in Clippers. I remember being at the bar with Deja. Oh. And we were shout out, to, shout out to Deja. We was getting we on Merrick right now, right? Huh? We on Merrick right now? <laughs> <laughs> Where the Home Depot is? Wait, wait, wait. You wanna go get a hotel? Yeah. On, a, on Merrick. On, yeah. No, it wasn't Merrick, it was um on Queens Boulevard. On Queens Boulevard. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, because that's what we Yo, are. Yo, we have so many insiders, it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. But we was in Clippers, and I remember we, I was getting a hookah, we was at the bar. And Deja was talking to some guy, and all I hear is, oh, my boyfriend is a shooter. I'm like, Deja, what? So she says she says that to the guy. He's She's like, yo, what? Way. What you mean your man is a shooter? You're talking to pull up right now. I said, Deja, let's go. And who she comes to stand up next to? <laughs> me. Little old me, yo. minding my business, don't know what the fuck is going on, I'm like, and she yo, comes standing Deja, next to me. You are you gonna get a shot up in here? Like, what are you talking and about? And then you told me, and I looked over, and I just see a whole group of motherfuckers just, just looking at me, and I'm like, Deja was fucking c- bitch. crazy. Shout out to her, we love her though. About to get me tied up in this goddamn in this motherfucking like, place. Why would you go into a lounge in the south side of Queens? And go, my and boyfriend say, is a shooter. Yeah, and then stand up is, next to me. My boyfriend is a shooter. To me. Like, Deja, what is the thought process, girl? Madness. <laughs> thought process. But that was a good night, though. That was. I'm trying to think what. I have too many. <laughs> like, I can't even. I, um, you remember that night we. Um, <laughs> just fuck. You remember that night we was, um, we was on the phone and. <laughs> Um, we were talking about, I don't know what the fuck we well, were talking about. Well, I thought you about. was going to bring up the, my seizure. Uh, oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, that's the story number two. That no, that could be story number wild one. wild day. That's story number two. <clears throat> remember? This is some real French shit. Like, really listen to this. You remember the night we was on the phone talking about some, some random shit, and I was like, Naja, <laughs> just, just bear, bear with me for a second. Do you remember... 
I think I was like, yo, did your grandmother like die of like something of something of her of her heart of or her something heart. like that? Mm-hmm. And you was like, yeah. And I was like, no, not of her heart, of her breast. I was like something around her chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you was like, yeah. And to that point, we've never discussed your grandmother, correct? Yeah. And you was like, yeah. I said, all right, hold on now. <laughs> Naja, did she give you a necklace or a piece of piece of jewelry or something like that, and you can't find it? And you was like, Justine yeah. Justine stole it. Huh? Justine stole it. And you was like, yeah. I said, and you, and I think I did. I tell you that that she had it or something, something, something like that. I can't. Remember. It was something like very something like that. It was so long ago. And I'm like, okay. And I said, is there a picture of your grandmother in the back of your clo- in the back of your mom's closet? And you was like, yeah. You was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And I said, well, look here. I'm just th- your grandmother is here talking to me and whatever. And you was like, nah, what the fuck? And we just I had. I remember I was so scared when mm-hmm. he told me that. Um, that was my great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I th- that that there's that one experience, and that wasn't like it wasn't anything funny. It was just one of those like really like mm-hmm. powerful ones. That's like a whole nother podcast, like in terms of like our spirituality and our connection to the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. I think we really connected so with cool that when we were about. in New Orleans. Yeah, we really did. We really, we really, really did. did. And it's not something that could really be explained either. No, you can't. You can't explain it like, because unless like, you've had the experiences, like yeah. you guys, then you would understand just what ex- every single thing that we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if to you're not spiritual on that level, it's it's going to be very hard to understand. But to something funny, the night you had, I was coming from um, from Queensboro when I was in college. And um Oh, you went to Queensboro? I did. I didn't finish. Did you get that one? <laughs> oh you- <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> this I'm telling you, there's so many of them. And I'm driving in Betsy, the piece of shit car that I had. And I remember I was on the phone with you. He was like, yo, you you know, you was like, yo, I don't I don't really feel right. I think I need to go to the hospital and blah blah blah. I'm like, well, go to the fucking hospital. And I'm sitting there. I'm on the phone. I got the phone on speaker because this was before I had good money. And I'm driving a piece of shit car. This shit don't even got Bluetooth in it. This shit don't even got a radio in it. This shit don't even got heat. And I love Betsy, though. Don't I miss Betsy. Don't you miss Betsy? I loved her. Even when the pieces came off. Even when the pieces came off. <laughs> and I'm on the phone and I'm like, wait, I, I, for like, it was like five minutes. I'm on the Belt Parkway. I'm coming down. And for like five minutes, I didn't hear you say anything. But then I heard like a like a thud. What the fuck? I'm like, Naja. Naja. <laughs> Naja. It's not even funny. And I hear nothing. I'm like, did this motherfucker just fall in the room? <laughs> or did she go to sleep? Like, what happened? All of a sudden, I hear her room door open. And to know Naja to know is that her room door has a specific sound. <laughs> room door opens. And I hear her mother open up the door. Naja. Oh, my God. My baby. And I said, what the fuck is going on? She goes, Naja. My... <laughs> she goes, you Naja. Know, Ma, I'm still mad at you for that day because I told you I wasn't feeling good. And, you and she, didn't, she dead didn't want to take you. <laughs> and you, she was like, my ba- mommy's here. Mommy's here. <laughs> now I, I stepped my foot on the gas 100%. And to know Betsy is to know that she don't move fast. <laughs> so she's making all this noise and she ain't going nowhere. Mm-mm-mm. I'm stepping I'm fucking flying in my head. To um to your house and I get I don't know if I I think I had called um somebody else and I'm on Facetime with her and to, from from what she told me when I'm stressed or when I'm nervous my shoulders go up like this so I'm fucking walking to Naja's house like this with my shoulders all the way up like this and I'm on Facetime with her she's like why the fuck is your why the fuck is your shoulders all the way up there like that and I'm like all the way up like where the shit is all the way up top of my head and I remember I remember coming to your house and. I remember seeing a fire truck um, pass me, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I remember while I was on the phone with you, Dale was, <laughs> Dale was. They tasked Dale of all the motherfuckers in there to call nine one one. Stepfather. Dale is her stepfather. He's Bayesian or Guyanese. He's Bayesian with a very, very, very thick accent. So. I could hear him on the phone talking to the 911 operator. And, you know, they probably get calls from all types of motherfuckers all day because this is what you do. They never got a call from Dale. 
Dale is trying to give them directions to where the house is, and I don't, I don't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> I don't, 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 don't. <laughs> and I see, I get there. Devon is Jamaican, and that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. I get there from Queensborough before the paramedics. Why? Because they can't figure out where the fuck they're supposed to be going. Because this nigga Dale is giving them Monopoly directions. So I get there, and the fire the the the, the fire department was there before me. Before yeah, the fire department got there before the paramedics because they don't know where to go. They're upstairs, and I walk up. I get upstairs. I walk in the room. I walk into the house, and your mother is in the hallway. It's sixty five thousand uh, firemen in the hallway, and Sean and Sean is like, not just gonna die. <laughs> Like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I, I get he through. Said that. He's like, yo, not gonna I'm die. Just move, trying to get the fuck through to get through the middle, just to get to the room, just to go see my friend. And Naja's on the floor like this, <laughs> on the floor, and she looks up and she goes, "Hey, Javon." I was in the wheelchair <laughs> when I said, "Hey, Javon." I was in the wheelchair, <laughs> and you was just looking at me like, "How the fuck did you get here?" Because no, she was still delirious from the from this. It was yeah, a seizure you're you had? very delirious after a seizure. Very delirious. And I just busted out laughing because that's another thing that's wrong with me. I laugh in any situation, any wherever I am. I have laughed at funerals. I have laughed in hospitals where people die in. It's just what it is. I just it's a it's a syndrome I have. So I'm looking at Naja on the floor, and she's like, "Hey, Javon," and I'm dying. Because I was just, in the wheelchair, not on the floor. I feel like he was on the floor. I, was not I remember on the floor. you being I on the floor. I remember this specifically because before you got there. They were like, oh, okay, we're going to pick you up and put you in the wheelchair. I'm like, no, I can get up. I can walk. Like, Oh, yes. And right? I, yeah, I remember. No, I was, no, no, no. You wasn't in a wheelchair in the room. You was in the wheelchair when they brought you downstairs to get you, put you in the ambulance. I remember that. So how did I get downstairs? They put you in the wheelchair. Yeah. But then you asked, the, they was like, do we have to carry you into the wheel into the ambulance? And he was like, no, I'm going to walk. But I remember that. <laughs> I know I remember that because I remember there was mad leaves on the floor. And you had said... You came outside and you was like, damn, it's a whole bunch of motherfucking leaves. <laughs> you were just saying some shit. Yeah, I really was. And I was um, not right in the head at that time. You was like, no, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get in there myself. And when you stood up, you were still wobbly. And then they, then they had to bring you. That's, that's, you wasn't, they didn't bring, the, the, the paramedics wasn't there yet. It was the fireman that was around you. There was no wheelchair. Yeah. That's what happened. And I'm just around there just like, this is one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my life. And we got to the hotel, we, not the hotel room, the the hospital room. and. You were just like, oh my God. I still got that picture somewhere in my phone. And I took a selfie with you and you were just like, I cannot believe all of this happened. And I was in there rolling because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is just so much. So many experiences. No, really. Like that's a friend for real for you to have a seizure on the phone and they pull up so quickly. Like mm-hmm. by the time they was already, they already had me in the wheelchair and I'm coming out of my apartment. Javon was at the door. I'm like, damn, that was fast. Betsy moves. Because you got to understand for me, like I went down. I didn't have like an idea of time. Of time or what happened or anything. But I was, I took me like <clears throat> 10 minutes to get there. Really? No so red light you, I'm like, hey, Javon. Like, because I was not <laughs> expecting to see you. But I was also like out of my mind at the same time. Yes, she was. And that was fun. So I'm like, yo, what are the, all these people in here? What oh my God, my baby. <laughs> Mommy's here. And I'm like, she Yo, sure is. And my mom, oh my gosh, if you know her, she is so dramatic. So dramatic. So dramatic. I was ju- oh, I was just with her. I was just with her. Every time I get on the phone, every time I speak to her mom, I go, I was just with you. I was just with you. She'd be like, Javon, shut up. Shut up, Javon. Shut up. I was just with her. And, she, and then and she was telling me, and she was telling me that I was supposed, she was supposed, but I was like, no, we could go. And she fell. And I was like, I was just with her. <laughs> and I'm on the yeah. phone hearing all of this shit Writing it down like I'm like yo ma I don't feel right And she's downplaying it mm-hmm. Downplaying it I'm like ma nah I don't feel right Yep And look what happened My baby <laughs> <laughs> But that was like A great way to kind of close this podcast Yes I know we have so many stories to share We gotta do like a part two, part three Part three, four, five, six, seven, Definitely eight, nine. have to tap into that spiritual aspect of it too Because that's like a whole different element. Yes, this you, do. you know, but this this it it's just bringing me back to like driving up to Dix Hills and doing um, hip hop galore, and I yeah. was just it wasn't this isn't something that I wanted like I ever said okay 
I want to be a, I want, this is what I want to do. This is whatever. It was really just fun for me. Yeah. So it was just like driving up there to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I had so many different experiences and it, it, for an outspoken, an outspoken person to be given the opportunity to be outspoken <laughs> is, yeah. a, is something that can, that not everybody can, can come to that understanding of because you could have just as easily been like, no, this motherfucker is too much. And mm-hmm. I can't even, and you have allowed, given me the space to be myself while still being yourself and making sure that the focus is still on what you have going on. Mm-hmm. So for that, I want to say thank you because it's not You're easy welcome. for other people to do. You know what's crazy? <laughs> um, I was talking to Biz and she like put something in my brain that I didn't even think of. She was saying that, you know, when you did Hip Hop Galore, you know, you really focus in on the artists. And now with Deep Combos and Tequila, you're showing people who's the person behind the mic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since Hip Hop Galore, like I've grown so much, I've been through so much shit, and I've learned like what's really important. Like we can hear all day long like about an artist's life and all the struggles and all the shit they've been through, but it's and like- who gives a fuck? Exactly, like they go, all go through like the same shit. Like, not saying that I don't want to interview any artists because I, I do. You know, I still love hip hop very much, but it's like you know, just allowing people in my life that I love very much to just come and be on my show and talk about our experiences that people can really relate to. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's more important. You know, it's family and friends more than anything. Can we give a round of applause? To Lloyd's yawn. Did you any did the, did the mics hear the yawn? It was a very loud yawn. Probably did. Probably did. Thank you, Lloyd. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, like that's what I want to focus this show on. Just on real life shit. Like, you know, we're still gonna do interviews here from there, but real life shit. We're not gonna do that on the surface. Okay, why did you wanna start rapping? I, that was that used to I you know every time you would ask that shit I was just like oh my fucking god because you talking pretty much we talking to up and coming people mm-hmm. but up, the funniest thing about an up and comer is they feel like they're not they're already there yeah and interviewing a motherfucker so that living, feels like they're there you're living in the delusion and I'm not there so I can't <laughs> sit there and be like oh my gosh How? because you wasn't at Madison fucking Square Garden right you was in the you was. You wasn't nowhere. Mm-hmm. But we supposed to sit here and put on this facade like, oh my gosh, right. you have two million records sold and all that kind of stuff. That was the struggle for me. But that's, that's why I enjoyed it because you allowed them the opportunity to live that fantasy. And that's a whole other episode just speaking of like the experience we have in the entertainment industry as well. Yeah. Because we've, we've, yeah. we've done a lot. A lot. And we've been in a lot of rooms with a lot of really, really famous people. Yes. And we know a lot of, re- like, we've been in those yeah. environments. That's a whole other And it never made us. Any different. It didn't make us any different. So whenever you Because they're really back, regular people at the end of the day. They are. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They are. Like, you get around them and you be like, damn, that's it. They like- shit. <laughs> they shit. They hit their toe on the, the, the corner of the bed the same way that I do. Exactly. So, you know, some of them is really short They got fish stains on their clothes. They got... <laughs> they but that, that's they... a wrap because we can't go no further. Can I just give one more? No, no. And they know what kind of music you're going to like next week. So this week you're going like, uh, to want love songs and the next week you're going to like Oh, music. yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> this is another episode of Deep Combos and Tequila. We thank you so much for tuning in.